Nice fitting song for this morning, I think, from Semisonic at 16 past 7 here at 92.9. JB for breakfast. Thanks, Country Auto's GWM Havel, Bridge Street, West Hamworth. The passing of Queen Elizabeth II overnight. She passed away at Balmoral overnight around about 3.30 a.m. our time locally. Buckingham Palace announced at the age of 96, over 70 years on the throne, all up a very sad morning. Olivia, how are you? Well, I'm, I'm not great. No. Not great. It was a very sad thing to wake yeah. up to. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't... I, obviously, she's had health concerns for the last 12 months or so, but I mean, it never makes it any easier at all. No. Um, I think we all knew it was coming since Prince Philip passed. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. It happens very often in yeah. all long-term marriages. Yeah. When one person passes away as an yeah. older age. But, yeah. um, you know... I am a true monarchy yeah. believer. Yeah. Love the Queen. Yeah. You are you're being graced with her presence. Have you met her? Do you know anyone who has met her? It's kind of that six. Yeah. I know uh, a lot of people that have met her from living overseas. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I you know, I didn't look at my phone this morning when I woke up. Yeah. And yeah. then when I came to work, I checked it and I had an influx of messages yeah. from my English friends sending me condolences. Yeah. Yeah. It's very thoughtful of them. Um I've been to Buckingham Palace many, many times. Yeah, right. yeah. I've had the high tea in there as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, which they do when she's in, in summer. She goes to her summer house. And also yeah. Balmoral is in Scotland near yes. Aberdeen. And that's her favourite summer house. So they do open up Bucking, Buckingham Palace um, for different things like that. I've never met her. I really wish I had. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's not one person our age or older that didn't have her as the reigning monarch. Oh, no, exactly. That's right. Yeah. I mean, 1952, she took over. Yeah. February 1952. My dad was born in 56. Oh, yeah. Good um, point. So, you know, yeah. he, this is the only reigning monarch he's had in his uh, lifetime. So it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's just a remarkable legacy. Nearly one of the longest uh, reigning monarchs in the world. I think one Correct. of the, the kings of Thailand, I think, mm, slightly yeah. beat her by about seven or eight years. But longest reigning monarch of the United Kingdom. Certainly in the, the history of it's all the numerous day. kings and queens. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's gonna be a huge time of mourning for quite a period. Yeah, that's it. Um, of course funerals to be announced as well, uh, down the track. Yes, and um, then the Yeah. Um uh, what's the word? Fun, little fun fact for you this morning, if you want to share it around the water cooler just to make things a all little right, give it to little me. um little brighter. People are saying that it's Operation London Bridge when the Queen passes away. Uh, that is the, the oh, the, when they the, drop the, it. Well, yeah. So the 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 Queen's funeral and everything mm. that goes along with it, the tributes and everything else, are obviously well prepared in advance. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's called Operation London Bridge, and that's oh. the whole funeral plan. And when unfortunately mm. the news comes through that she's passed away. The Buckingham Palace get the telegram saying Operation London Bridge is in effect, and then they roll out the file. Jeez. The, the 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 fact for today is uh, it's actual Operation Unicorn is the name because if she passes away in Scotland like she has, the Scottish government actually look after the passing of that news no to way. Buckingham Palace. So it's actually Operation Unicorn in effect with Operation London I Bridge. I love that. Well, did you see the so, rainbows that went over yes. Balmoral and yeah. Buckingham Palace? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was beautiful. Yeah, gives you goosebumps. Doesn't it? It's, Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I saw, Um, and we know she just passed in the Prime Minister, for the new yes, Prime Minister, Liz yes. Moss, in yeah, yesterday she, yeah. she passed. Yeah, um, yeah. 
literally in the last 48 hours, yeah. I saw something on Twitter that had like a picture and I retweeted it and it was the Queen um, holding Paddington Bear's hand and a corgi next to her and it just said like, um, I've done my duties, take me to Prince Philip. Yeah, yeah. And I I don't want to get emotional. (laughs) But I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, no, definitely. That's right. I feel like it's my grandma. <laughs> oh, I know. Someone wrote that on Facebook page. It's, it's so it's, sad. It's, it's literally like... Like I'm the, actually the, tearing up. The passing of the world's nan has passed away. It so, is. Yeah. Yeah, it's really sad. Hey, if you have met the Queen, you've seen the Queen, maybe you've received a letter from the Queen. I know a lot of people have got that. Would love to hear about it this morning. Six seven six double two nine two nine nine two nine ten. What's on our Facebook page as well? Thanks, Tan. She wrote on our page. Uh, she met her or saw her, I should say, for the bicentenary in Newcastle <gasps> to open the Queen's Wharf in nineteen eighty eight. My mum met her, and she was invited by the Queen to have tea at Buckingham Palace with her. Oh my goodness! So that's amazing. Well, you know the Queen's come to Tamworth and Armadale. Yes, I was going to mention that. Yeah, yeah. yeah the um, the Ray Walsh House mm-hmm. in 1977 was opened by Queen Elizabeth II. Beautiful. So, which I have to admit, the first when I when I first moved to Tamworth as a young 20 year old who was a bit you know, bit of a smart aleck. I bet. I have to admit the f- <laughs> the first time I went to the council building and I saw the plaque there, I maybe uttered to someone who I was with at the time who I worked with, "Is that true?" The, really? The Queen really opened this? Well, the council's not going to lie about it's, it. Well, no, but it's just so left of field. You don't expect it. Well, you know, we are but in the did. New England. Well, yes, of valid Of course point. she would come yes. here. <laughs> hey, I'd love to uh, hear your Queen stories. If you've seen her, met her, got a letter from her, 676 We will have more about that coming up in the local news at 7.30 and also at 8 o'clock national news as well. The Morning School Run, The Daily Commute, The Family Weekend Away. Robbie Williams, Better Man at 7.47 here at 92.9. JB here, the tragic passing overnight of Queen Elizabeth II, who has passed away at the age of 96 at Balmoral Castle. For most of Queen Elizabeth II's seven-decade reign, the Queen was seen as a beacon of consistency and endurance in the face of unprecedented political and social changes. Born on April 21, 1926, Elizabeth was the eldest daughter of Prince Albert, the Duke of York, and Lady Elizabeth Bowles-Lyon. The pair had anticipated their lives, and the lives of Elizabeth and their youngest daughter, Margaret, would be comparatively quiet as they served in the shadows of Albert's older brother Edward, who became king in 1936. However, when Edward VIII unexpectedly abdicated later that year to marry American divorcee Wallace Simpson, the notoriously shy Albert was thrust into the spotlight as King George VI. The disruption to the monarchy would be formative for Elizabeth, who would learn at age 10 that she was heir to the throne and that, in her mother's words, the crown would be above all controversy. Elizabeth's adolescence was spent training to be the future sovereign, and on September 13, 1940, the Germans bombed part of Buckingham Palace while the king, his wife and children were inside. The then-queen refused to evacuate her daughters to Canada, unlike many wealthy British families at the time, although they were sent to Windsor Castle just outside London. A month later, Prince Elizabeth made her first public speech with a radio address to children of the Commonwealth nations. After World War II, she went on to marry Philip of Greece, who became Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, and they married at Windsor Abbey, 
Westminster Abbey on November 20, 1947. The couple's first son and heir to the throne, Charles, was born on November 14, 1948. Their second child and only daughter, Anne, was born less than two years later. Meanwhile, Elizabeth took on extra royal duties as her father began suffering serious health problems as a consequence of a long-term smoking habit. Just months after George had a tumour in his lung removed in September 1951, Elizabeth and Philip took, on, uh, took off on a long-planned tour of the Commonwealth nations. And against medical advice, the king farewelled his 25-year-old daughter at the airport on the day of her departure. It'll be the last time Elizabeth would see her father just six days later while in Kenya. Elizabeth was told that her father had died in his sleep, aged 56. She ascended to the throne on February 6, 1952 and chose to keep her given name to become Queen Elizabeth II, the first woman to rule Britain since Queen Victoria died in 1901. Her coronation at Westminster Abbey on June 2nd, 1953 was broadcast live on television for the first time ever and watched by an estimated three quarters of the population of the UK. During her reign, she would meet almost weekly with more than a dozen different British Prime Ministers, a role exclusively held by men until 1979 when Margaret Thatcher took British office. She ruled for longer than any other monarch in British history and visited nearly every Commonwealth country with the exception of relatively recent members Cameroon and Rwanda. Australia was one of her first and final destinations as part of her extensive royal tours. Her debut foreign tour as Queen included a two-month stint in Australia in 1954, making her the first reigning monarch to visit Australia, and she would return here 15 more times. Her final visit was in October 2011 for a Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting. Queen Elizabeth has passed away overnight at the age of 96. I won't call on you at all. That is pink right here at 92.9. JB for breakfast. Thanks to Nathan and all the team at Country Auto's GWM Havel. Morning, Ames. Morning, JB. How are you? Fabulous. We've had to keep, we had to simmer <laughs> down the greeting a little bit for this morning. I know. It's been, yeah. it's, I had some, like, obviously, Arj Barker joining me for a chat this morning because he's performing tonight at the Capitol Theatre. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we had to, had to keep the show a little bit more, um, a little bit more sensitive this yeah, morning in light of the news. Today. It was, yeah. I mean, we, knew it, we all knew it was coming. We just didn't know yeah. when. Yeah. Um, Certainly doesn't make it any easier, that's for sure. No. Hey, um, love to know on our Facebook page, have you or someone you know met or seen the Queen or got a letter from the Queen? Uh, Sharon's in-laws got a letter from Her Majesty for their 50th wedding anniversary. I think my nan and pop did too. My nan's got a letter from the Queen. Maybe it was yeah. her birthday. You get it when you're 100. Is no, she turned, nan turned 80 this year. I'm pretty sure she got one for her 80th as well. Oh, really? Yeah. It's usually the hundy. It's not yeah. the wedding anniversary, so you go for your 60th wedding anniversary. I don't know. My name's got a letter from the Queen. Um, I, and I've, I've touched a letter from the Queen because uh, <laughs> Nikki, our, our manager, we were chatting about this a couple of years ago. She bought in her, her um, parents have got the, they have the 60th wedding anniversary and she bought in the, the letters from the Governor-General, the Queen, oh, yeah. the Prime Minister. It was quite the, the royal, it was quite the 
royal VIP affair. Yeah. I think she had them all there. Cool. Yeah. Gladys, remember her? <laughs> remember Gladys? Yeah. Uh, that, that were fun days, weren't they? Uh, Nolene Barrett, she saw the Queen in Dubbo in 1992. Oh, wow. So you're maybe opening up a new lion's den or something there at the Dubbo Zoo or something. Yeah, I've never seen the Queen. I've seen Buckingham Palace and... Yes. Because this time nine years ago, I was actually in England. Yeah, you were there. Um, yeah. I was just looking at the memories on Facebook and I was like, I was at Stone, Stonehenge this time nine years ago. Now I'm in Townworth. While you're at the Buckingham Palace, <laughs> yes. look at it like this. While you're at the Buckingham Palace, you would have seen people working at the Buckingham Palace who would have seen the Queen and potentially yep. touched the Queen and served the Queen her food and stuff. Yep. So you kind of have so in, in a six degree separation kind yeah, of radio. way. Yeah, so there we go. And now I've seen you and met you and talked to you, so Seventh I kind degree. of had as well. Yeah. Yep. Woo! It's a stretch. It but is it a counts. wild stretch. Yeah. Hey, feel free to uh, get amongst the discussion on our Facebook page. FM nine two nine is the uh, web address, or nine two nine Tamworth the handle on Facebook and Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, we'll give you all the details next about our Instagram pick of the week for this week. We'll do that right after this from Bon Jovi. Arj Barker joining me for a chat this morning. Arj, how are you, mate? I'm good, JB. How you doing? Yeah, really well, really well. You, uh, yeah. you've, you've, you've come here, uh, you've come to Tamworth, I'm pretty sure, before, but certainly Australia, you're here often. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time in this country. It was sort of one of those things where it just sort of, I didn't really plan it that way, but Australia turned out to be, like, basically my home away from home, and now it's closer to my home than a home away from home <laughs> it's in between a home and a home away from home it's a it's a it's a it's a home home away that's got to be sort of our australian nature do you seem to think where we seem to like resonate with you and you resonate with us would you say well i think it's i think there's something that works seems to work that we seem to uh be able to, uh, you know, uh, see eye to eye, me and the Australian public over the years. And I never really completely understood why. I didn't think it was necessary. I was just thankful that I finally found a country that gets my jokes, <laughs> you know. I searched far and wide. Did you um, visit Australia as a tourist before then coming out here on the comedy circuit, or was your comedy circuit the first time? Oh, you had. Okay. I yeah, did, yeah. actually. Yeah, it was, it was uh, 1989, a long time ago, and I had just only just graduated high school recently, and I came out. I was backpacking. We mostly went to New Zealand to go snowboarding, and then we uh, popped through Australia on the way home, spent about only a, hand, only a few days in Sydney. Yeah, and uh, we were you know young lads and uh, spent a bit of time in King's Cross, you know <laughs> just drink mainly just drinking, not getting up to too much trouble. But uh, it was quite wild back then. It was like being in the Wild West. Um, oh, yeah, it was obviously a, a fair, a fair whack before the uh, of the the lock-ins <laughs> yeah. and all that. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was pretty uh, pretty intense, and we still have some funny stories from that but they might not be suitable for this show i don't know but uh, anyway <laughs> fast forward i became a comedian and yeah i started coming here all the time and now i live here you know uh, at least half the year sometimes more depends and uh get around but you know jb i've been now working for 30 years doing comedy so trying to get better and better honing 
over 20 different countries I worked in, yeah. thousands of shows. And I'm going to be honest with you. All the Every show that I've done, as far as I'm concerned, leading up to this point, every single performance I've done has just been warm-up for the Tamworth show this Friday night. 30 years of, um, of, of history and experience and learnings all at the Capitol Theatre on Tamworth on Friday night. It all culminates... <laughs> In Tamworth this Friday night. Wow, I'm I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a no ripper. No pressure, no pressure, Tamworth. <laughs> if if we go back way back when, when when was it that you realized you were funny? Um, you know, I remember. I think it was about two and a half weeks ago. <laughs> I was buying bread. <laughs> You performed on a fair few um, big night talk shows in the U.S. sort of in the 90s and early noughties. That, that must have been yeah. a pretty cool experience, meeting some of those guys and being on sort of national late-night TV in the States. Yeah, that was, a, that was definitely a, a thrill, you know. I did Letterman. I did David Letterman twice. I did uh, The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. I did Conan, Conan O'Brien a few times. And uh, they were all different. But they were all all nice, pretty nice. Uh, in case anyone's curious, Letterman was the most. Uh, he was the one I chatted to the least. He he was the only. The other two guys popped around, you know, prior to the show and were chatty and yeah, kind of normal. And Letterman, not not to be critical of him, but he was very uh, elusive. Uh, uh, I didn't see him until I was actually on stage, and then the, he, and then he was friendly. And um, in the first appearance, he invited me over and offered me some cake, but there was there was no fork, and I was sort of like I didn't want to eat, you know, <laughs> eat it. I sort of took it, but I didn't really know what to do with it. <laughs> I didn't want to grab it in my hand, you know, just stuff it in my face. So that was a weird moment. Was he doing uh, the but, same thing? Was he standing there st- stuffing cake in his gob? So you went, you know what, I'll, I'll let you do that? <laughs> I think maybe he'd had some. I think there were forks, but I was. I think he, uh, you know, didn't realize that I, I had, didn't have one. Or, you know, there's a lot going on. The show is wrapping up at that time. It's like, right, as the show ends. Um, it was fine. It was such a thrill, you know. I mean, I was a massive fan of Letterman. Yeah. The most out of all those guys. And, uh. So it was totally a big deal to me. Um, you've 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 seen the big golden guitar in Tamworth on your travels. I have, and I want to see it again. I love guitar. Yeah, I love music. I know you guys are massive. Uh, uh, it's the country music capital yeah. of Australia, isn't it? That's it. That's the one. So yeah, I, uh, I do enjoy a bit of country western, and um, uh, you know, I'm more lean towards rock. So I hope people don't get mad at me, but. I do enjoy, you know, when there's the influence, you know, I, I love, you know, my Johnny Cash. Yeah. And uh, the Stones, you know, often uh, were, they were seen to be influenced by uh, country music mm. and, uh, and uh, yeah, Willie Nelson. You know, I, I like, I'm kind of an old schooler, but um, I have an appreciation for all music and I am aware of you guys' uh, celebration of country music, yeah. so I, I, I don't mind that. We'll have to get you back out here during the Country Music Festival in January to do stand-up well, and that. some comedy music. There you go. 
Well, well, I don't know why I never get an invitation to that. Maybe I, <laughs> well, maybe I would go there. They well, invited me. Hey, Arj, thank you so much. We are really looking forward to your show at the Capitol Theatre Friday night. You can get your tickets from your website, arjbarker.com. It's going to be a heap of fun. Thank you so much. Well, I, I love Glamworth. I'm coming out. I just called it Glamworth, so I'm making up nicknames. <laughs> um, I love you guys, and I hope you guys come out to the show because I've been waiting a long time to do it.